Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Well, we've had a break for the holidays, and we're so glad to be back on with you on Everyday Revival. Hope your holidays were great, Christmas was great, and you're refreshed and ready to start a new year here. Wow, 2024, what a year it's going to be, and we're looking forward to it. I know um, many of the people we know are fasting and praying at the beginning of this year, and we are too. We're uh, excited about what God has for us. But um, he really um, has been impressing on my heart uh, some things. Uh, and so we're going to do maybe a little a small series here um, talking about uh, uh, God's creative power for healing. And I'm going to be looking at this little book by Charles Caps. And uh, some of you, many of you might not who, know who that is, but back in the day, um, he was, you know, great teacher of the word. Um, and um, just so powerful, uh, his write, you know, a lot of his uh, writings and things. Um, but this book I've carried around. It's a, it's a, I would call it a mini book. I've carried around in my purse uh, for years, and I pull it out um, when I need it, uh, and just look at it and read it and go back over it. Um, it's, it's amazing. It was first published in 1976. And on the back it says it's sold more than uh, 2.3 million copies. I'm sure more uh, since uh, then. But anyway, um, I just want to look at these things because they're going to bring out some truths to us and show us some things about healing. You know, there are so many good things out there on healing and uh, faith. Um, and so we're gonna we're gonna look at some of these things. I'm not saying we we you know have everything, but we're gonna look at this from this um, standpoint. And um, I know, you know, so many people, they struggle in this area. Either they absolutely don't believe that healing is for today, and they don't think that, you know, God is that good, that he would even touch their bodies, or he he even can, because uh, that's been done away with. You know, there's many uh, religious ideas about that. And uh, Actually, people get into, uh, you know, confrontations about it, and they stand on, you know, their ideas, their man's ideas about how they think it is. But when, when you boil it all down, the Word of God, it does not change. It will never change. Uh, it, said, it says in, in his word, the Word of God stands forever. And so we have to be skilled in looking at God's word and knowing what it really says and not just picking and choosing out verses that we want to fit um, our theology. And so um, we, we're going to look at these things and, and really um, understand them more. But, you know, medical science, uh, you know, it, just medical science alone tells us that there's so many kinds of diseases out there. I mean, if we just went through the list, um, they've added so many more since I was younger. And, um, you know, all the different, uh, you know, the, the you see the commercials on that are, you know, for this uh, condition, this condition. And, you know, they have all the side effects and all the different things. So there's a lot of different uh, incurable diseases out there. 
And But we understand that we serve a supernatural God. If there was something I wanted to just get out in the open, let's just talk about it for a minute here, is that, yes, there's uh, a whole lineup of, you know, actual things that are out there. They are incurable diseases. They are um, things that people have, you know, died from. Uh, that's that's the truth out there. That's exactly what's um, what we you know people face. But we're going to look at things from God's perspective, and we're going to you know turn it over and look at it from His His perspective and through the Word through the lens of the Word, because God's Word never fails, and we serve a supernatural God. So it's not just the natural side of things, but there's a supernatural side of things. There's a creative power uh, that's available for us. That That's why he died on the cross. He didn't die just for my sins. He died for my healing. He shed his blood so that I would be healed in my body and I could take healing. And uh, his blood did so much, but we're not talking about all of that today or getting into that. But so there's many diseases out there. But we, we have to understand that God's word is supernatural. His word is not just a book that you, you sit you know, on your coffee table. His word, God's word, is supernatural. And when I mix my faith with his word, when I mix my faith with his word, I get supernatural results. So what does that mean? So I'm just breaking it down into the, I mean, to the tiny nitty-gritty things here. How do I do that? So sometimes I, we use terminology, you know, Christianese, and, and people don't understand what we're talking about. But when I say mix my faith, I mean I have faith in God. I can use my faith in God. He said if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you would say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and it will obey you, right? So we have, we have faith on the inside of us. Of course, faith can grow and faith can weaken, but we have faith. And so we have to take the faith that we have and then take God's word and find scripture that lines up with what we're believing him for. And we stand on that. In other words, I'll give you an example. There's things that I'm believing God for. There's things that we're standing on, you know, uh, taking scripture and standing on his word, and we're using our faith. How do we use our faith? We use our words, and we're going to be talking about that. But so how do I mix my faith? Well, I'll give you an example. I get up in the morning, and I know this, you know, this one thing that I'm believing God for. And so I say it with my mouth. I say, thank you, Lord. Your word says and I go into what his word says on that. You will increase the work of my hand. You will increase us. You're, we're stretching forth our, pe- our tent pegs. They're, they're going out on the left, on the right. You're increasing us. And I, t- I, I speak his word back to him. And when I do that, I mix my faith with it. In other words, I'm speaking his word. I'm speaking faith-filled words when I speak his word. The, the, the word of God. And so what happens for me is that supernatural things begin to happen in my life. And so uh, I apply the word of God to my situation and I open up my mouth. I speak those words. I apply the word. 
and I get those results. So let's, let's take it in the, in the area of healing, which we're talking about. When I apply God's word, his healing word, actually the word of God says that his word is medicine. And so when I use God's word as medicine, as medicine, it is, I'm taking it in my body, just like you would if you went to the doctor and he said, look, you got a sinus infect, uh, infection and you need to take uh, this antibiotic. Uh, and I can't remember how long antibiotics last, you know, seven days, 10 days. You need to take these two times a day for 10 days. And when you do, man, that's going to knock out that, 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 uh, that infection and you're going to feel a lot better. What do you do? I've never, I've never seen anybody say, you know what? No, I think I'm going to, I think I'm just going to wait it out. I think I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to tough it out. I'm going to just, well, no, because then it gets worse, right? So when it comes to our bodies, a lot of times we have more faith in what a doctor says that than what the word of God says, than what our heavenly father says, right? Through his word. No, we're not against doctors. We, we have doctors in our, you know, in our congregation. We have doctors that we know personally, not against them, but I don't put what the doctor says above, above what I believe God's word says. I believe in the word of God. I believe that his word is truth. I believe that God's word is God speaking to me. And so when I put faith in his word above anything else, I'm going to get supernatural results. So, I, you know, when we go back to what I just said about the doctor, yes, you can take medicine. Please do. You know, do, do take it. But as you take the medicine, as you take the antibiotic, as you take those things into your body, mix it with your faith and mix your faith with the Word of God. Say, I thank you, Lord, that as I take this, it works in my body. I thank you, Lord, that it speeds, speeds up the healing process in my body. I thank you, Lord, that I'm strong and I'm healthy and I'm full of the life of God. I thank you, Lord, that by your stripes I was healed. See, what I'm doing is I'm, put, I'm giving God's word first place in my life. Nothing else. I'm not going on online to look up my condition and, and you know, spending all my time on what something else says, I'm spending my time on what God's word says, because I know I have faith in his word. So I think I've, I've established, established that enough. But so we need to understand that, that when we open up our mouth and we speak out his word, that words do something. You see, words are building blocks. They're like Legos. It, it, you know, I have, I've had, you know, children and I have a few grandchildren. And so I know what Legos are. I've stepped on a few. Don't feel good. <laughs> when you step on them in the middle of the night, doesn't feel good. Um, but Legos, what do they do? You take them and you build things with them. You can build, you know, a wall. You can build a, a house, a tower. But you're putting one Lego on top of the other. Well, that's what our words do. Our words are building blocks. They, they frame our life and our future. So if, I, if I'm not speaking words of faith, let me say it like this, if I'm not using building blocks, if I'm not using those faith Legos to build anything, then I don't have anything there. I don't have anything substantial that frames my life. Words frame our life. They either frame it for good or they frame it 
for bad. And that's about as simple as I can put it. Your words are building blocks. They construct your life in your future. I take my words and I use them uh, skillfully in whatever ever area that I'm believing God in. So I, I just gave you an example in your body. How about in your finances? You need, you need your finances to change. It's not, it, if you leave it just to the human level, to your human effort, you're going to struggle the rest of your life. But when we mix God's word with it, there's power involved because his word is power. We mix faith with the, uh, with the word of God and we mix our faith with that and we speak to our situation. We're building things. We're building blocks that frame our future and our world. So I'm speaking words that are putting things in place for me and they're not tearing down my life. How, about, how many people do we know that all, all they do is tear down their life with their words? You know, if it weren't for my kids, you know, I just have terrible kids. They're, they're just so disobedient. Well, what do you get? Disobedient kids, right? How about this one? You know, my husband, if it weren't for my husband, I'd be farther along in life. My husband, he's, he's this, he's that, he's terrible. He, he just, he doesn't get it. He's so ungodly. He's, well, what do you get? You get what you say. How about this? Instead, framing your life in your future with your words, uh, you know, the word says over there, and, uh, and I don't have it in front of me, but it says, calling those things which be not as though they were. In other words, looking at things that don't look that way. Faith looks at something that looks totally opposite and says, you know what? I call that healed. I call that blessed. I call that free. I call... And so what you're doing is you're speaking words that frame your life and your future for good. Um, they set cornerstones in your life. Your words do. It, you, people, we live within the confines of how we speak. If I think that I, I'm going to live poor and, and restricted to just my income for the rest of my life, and I speak those words, then for the rest of my life, I am in the confines of my words, and I have set a course for my life with my words. I have boundaries on my life. I can't get ahead. I can't get farther than what I speak. So my income stays the same. Nothing changes. Nothing happens in my life except just with my own human effort, I've got to make ends meet. But see, when I turn it over and I speak faith words on my life and I, and I make those words construct the boundaries of my life, then I'm unlimited in what can happen. God opens up the windows of heaven and he pours out a blessing on my life. It says, men shall give unto my bosom. In other words, men are going to give unto... That's how, that's how we increase. So he opens avenues of, of, of work for me. He opens up avenues of success for me. In God's kingdom, there is an unlimited set of resources. I never have to worry if those resources are going to run out <laughs> because there's, there's that, that uh, endless supply of resources is what I'm tapping into. In my own human strength, I have nothing to tap into, but maybe what my 
my degree. You say, well, you know, I, you know, Pastor Kendall, I, ha I have a degree. Well, great. Then you're going to be limited to just what your degree can do for you. And some of you, you might have, you know, a master's or a doctorate that might get you only so far. But man, what freedom in tapping into God's unlimited resources, God's power, God's uh, ability, right? By speaking words that frame your life. So I don't want to just live within the confines of, or the boundaries of, you know, my human effort. I, I want to tap into his resources and his ability. Um, so we want our words to establish our lives, our words establish, in other words, set a course for my life. So start thinking about when you speak something, what is that, what are the repercussions of what I just said? Start paying attention to what's coming out your, out of your mouth this year. You know, at the beginning of this year, maybe that's why he's having us go over these things because it, it really shapes your life in your world. This is January. Think about if you start here in January and you start paying attention to what you're saying about your body, to what you're expecting. Maybe some of you are expecting your, your, your body to break down because of age. Turn that around. Find scriptures that, that uh, promise you long life. Of course, he says with long life, he'll satisfy us and show us his salvation, right? How about this one? Let's look at this verse for a minute. Proverbs 18, 21, since we're talking about words. Proverbs, and this is, of course, we're just beginning this. There have been many more podcasts about this, but we're just starting this, but we're talking about God's creative power for healing in our lives and then whatever else we need. But we're, we're going to major on healing, but we'll, we'll be talking about other things too. But this, this verse, what a powerful scripture here in Proverbs 18, 21. And it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Now, you notice here that it says the power of the tongue. That's very interesting uh, wording there because it's indicating that our tongues are powerful. They have power in them. Have you ever thought of your tongue having power in it? Well, I used to do this um, back when I was a youth pastor. I used to, I did this little, um, I guess it was an object lesson with the youth. And what we would do is I'd have a toothpaste tube full, brand new, and what they had to do is, when we said go, they had to squeeze all the toothpaste onto the table out of the, out of the toothpaste holder. And then I told them, I said, and then, you know, you have five minutes, and then you have to try to get all that toothpaste back in the toothpaste holder. And I didn't tell them, you know, but the object of that was to show them that once something comes out of something, out of a tube or out of it, you can't, it's not easy to get it back in. It takes effort and it takes a lot of toil to, to get that back in there. And, and especially with toothpaste, it's almost impossible. Well, turn that around with our tongue and the Bible says there's power in our tongue. How about if you've said something to somebody 
that was harsh or mean or degrading, demeaning, you say it to them. And as you said it, because you were angry or you were hurt, so you said something that was, that was hurtful to somebody else, and immediately your heart, and you knew in your heart, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. And you try to, you try to, you know, patch it up and say, oh, I'm sorry, but words have already come out. Words have already been spoken, and words are powerful. And that's the same you'll find with, you know, you, we've talked to many people over the years, and maybe as a child they were spoken to and abused or, you know, abused verbally. They were told they were stupid, they were no good, they weren't worth anything. Well, those words are powerful, and you, you, can't, you can't just take hurtful words back and make it okay. Those words have come out and gone in your ears, and, and a lot of times it's gone into someone's heart and to their soul, uh, and it hurts, and it takes the power of God's word in, in, his, in his overwhelming love, his, the power of his love, to go in and to, uh, you know, to break the power of that in people's lives. Uh, you know, we're not talking about the blood of Jesus today, but man, there's power in his blood. The blood of Jesus, what it did for us, removes every stain and sin and, and every, uh, every scar it goes in to the deepest places of our soul, and it can uh, restore. So if you've ever said things to somebody, you know, which we all have, just ask God to forgive you and make that right. And uh, God will forgive you and, and cleanse you and uh, help you. And that's why we're talking about these things, so that when we go to say something, we're not as quick to open up our mouth and say hurtful words. So he said here again, death and life are in the power of your tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. In other words, if I speak death, in other words, if I speak a negative thing, if I'm speaking negative things about my body, well, it's flu season again. It looks like you guys, we just, we got to, you know, mask up. Come on, here we go. We get, we got to, you know, get the flu shot, do all these things. I'm not telling you not to. I'm just saying, the more you speak those neg the negative factors over your life, the more fear that you speak over your life. Well, I'm just afraid I'm going to get it. I'm just going to get it. What if my family gets it? You turn it around and you find out what the scriptures say. What does he say about fear? He hasn't given us a spirit of fear. He's given us a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. I won't be afraid of evil tidings. I won't be afraid of what comes down the pike. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to be, I'm going to be smart and I'm going to use, I'm going to use wisdom and taking care of my body, right? I'm going to get exercise. I'm going to take vitamins, but I'm going to believe God that he's my healer and that he takes care of me. And, uh, he always will praise God. So death and life are in the power of my tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. In other words, if I speak life over my body, if I speak life on a regular basis, if I'm talking to my, my kids and my grandkids and I'm speaking life over my husband, I have the mind of Christ. They have the mind of Christ. They can do all things through Christ which strengthens them. In other words, I'm, I'm constantly keeping God's word as, as it's coming out of my mouth. It's, it's covering my situation. 
what's going to happen? I'm going to eat the fruit of that. In other words, if it's good fruit, man, I'm going to enjoy that. I'm going to enjoy healing in my body. I'm going to enjoy my finances being taken care of. I'm going to enjoy a long life. He said with long life, he'll satisfy me and show me his salvation. Listen, y'all, we serve a healing God. He is not done in the healing business. He never has been. He didn't stop back with the apostles back, you know, in the Bible time. He didn't stop with the last one. He is still healing today. In fact, he's the, the, his healing is being poured out on you today. In fact, right now where you are, whether you're in your car, whether you're in your house listening to this, whatever mode you're listening to this or platform you're listening to this on, I just believe right now that his healing power is going into your body. If you need healing in your body today, if you need restoration in your mind if you've been oppressed or depressed in your mind and you feel like you've had like a vice on your, on your mind and you can't think straight in the name of Jesus right now, we say, devil, you take your hands off their minds. I thank you for restoration in their soul. I thank you for freedom in their mind this year that they won't live another day bound by the enemy, that they are free to think and to act and to act upon your word, I thank you, Father, that they go forth in this year, that they're free and they're whole and they're strong in their bodies. And I thank you and strong in their minds in Jesus' name. Thank you for touching them today. Isn't that good that we can pray and we can believe God and we see, we see his, the fruit of that because he answers prayer. He is a good God. Well, if that, if that touched your, your life today, if that was you, just don't hesitate to give us a call here, 478-971-1270. Let us know how, uh, you know, God is uh, touching you through these podcasts. And until next time, we're going to pick up, but uh, on this next time, we'll leave, we'll leave off here at Proverbs 18.21. But until next time, um, get into this for yourself. Find out what his word says about healing. If you think it's got not real and you've never experienced it, that doesn't just because you've never experienced it doesn't mean that it's not real, that he's not real, that he's not still healing. So study these things out. Look at these scriptures. And next time we'll pick up here. But until then, have a great week and we'll see you next time on Everyday Revival.